Hello, Maverick fans! Welcome to another edition of the Mav Puckcast with Jason and John. As always, thank you for tuning in and listening to us here yes. on our episode 22. Episode 22. Do you like even numbers? Yeah, we, we, no, we're definitely, we're all about even numbers. I'm more of an odd guy. Yes. I am kind of an odd guy. <laughs> <laughs> so it works on many levels. All mm. right, we drink stuff here, so yes. let's get started with our drinking. John, you've got something pretty in pink there. Yeah, I do. This is Cinnamon Red Hot Soda by Boots Beverages. Boots this... as in like footwear boots? Yeah, like cowboy oh, boot. Interesting. Yeah, I got this at I got this last week at the High V at 180. After we recorded the podcast, the High no. V at 180th and Pacific. Yeah. So I must say as two marketing guys, I'm not so sure naming a drink company a ooh, boot is a good idea. So I told your wife before the show, I said, I wonder if it tastes like those hot tamales candies. Okay. And it does. Does it really? It's like liquid hot tamale candy. I really thought you were gonna say doesn't taste like a shoe, but <laughs> it does not taste like a cowboy boot. But it, that sounds like something I would have said. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be pretty funny. Uh, tastes like old leather and. But in that, all right. Yes. So the story behind mine. Okay. Uh, I know someone who works at New Belgium, and I was talking to them about the podcast, and may have given him the wrong impression about wrapping up the season. And celebrating the end of the season, which is mostly just celebrating the end of the season, Ugh, not the yeah. end of a season. Uh, and men he mentions champagne, and I'm like, well, that's a great idea. I don't know if I can get John to drink champagne. So he sent me this stuff called Brute IPA, or Brew IPA, I guess, if you're French or Brew, something. I don't know. What yeah. But apparently it's like an IPA meets champagne. Okay. Well, Which not, is kind of an interesting concept. I'm not. Gonna, I'm a little afraid that when I open this, it's going to like explode and pop out of me. Yeah, like, like you know, yeah. something else. So. Yeah. If this is the end of the podcast and you're still listening to this, I'd like to know this who put the... it out on the internet. <laughs> this is the end. Oh, well, they didn't explode, so that's good. Well, that's good. <laughs> we'll see if it's any good. Yeah. Well, that's interesting. What does it taste like? It tastes like a normal IPA. Okay. But it like fizzes on your tongue. It's like... Oh, so it is It is like... It's, it's got weird. the you know the bubbles like champagne. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it fizzing, but it, it does taste kind of like... Okay. Like fizzy-like stuff. So, yeah, It's kind of interesting. I, yeah. It's different. Okay. Like us. Like us. <laughs> <laughs> so we're here at episode 22, and you're thinking to yourself, Jason, you remember you were so enthusiastic about doing this podcast. Like, <laughs> you kept texting me like, "John, are we doing the podcast?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're doing it. We're going to do the podcast." And I think then you were like, "There were times I didn't think we you were didn't serious think we were going to do it." I know. And now, see, I'm in the mindset where I'm worried after this <laughs> disaster never, of a season, never-ending season, that you're going to be like, "Oh man, that was a lot of work." The weather we we had a snowstorm literally every Sunday. In the second half while doing this, I'm always worried you're going to be like, oh, fall's going to roll around. You're going to be like, oh, I don't want to do that again. Yeah, I don't know if if us starting the podcast caused the the sad season for the Mavericks or oh, us starting the podcast started this, this crazy weather with floods. and. Do not 
Yes, it unleashed the wrath of God on, <laughs> on Omaha and on the hockey team. We have, you know, flooding. We'll probably have plagues of locusts this summer. And the team only won nine games. There was one point that my wife had said, I'm not so sure I can allow the two of you guys to be in a room with our perplexity for Apple products and, you know, a lot of the things that we have. <laughs> yeah. Like a similar interest. in. Yeah, the shared interest um, in technology. Yeah, she wasn't sure about putting us together. So maybe God had the same idea. It was maybe like, God. these two guys, <laughs> they won't give it up. Can't Don't they get the message? <laughs> but you know what? We... We fought through. We fought through it. We fought through it. Yeah, it was. This was, and not unlike our Mavs. I will say, as as sad as the season was, I I want to start by saying that I was extremely impressed, particularly with our seniors and their ability to keep this team together through a very down year. I think their well, yeah. expectations for where they'd end up was higher. I know a lot of the pundits and, and us included kind of thought they'd be where they are, but uh, they really seem to kind of fight through it and, and want to put in the work and the effort and they could just easily given up. The team definitely kept it respectable this season. And I think that that, in my humble opinion, that was, that was probably the, the best aspect of the season was they kept it. Yeah. They, they kept fighting because it could have, you remember back in October, it could have, I mean, it could have just fall. I mean, there was a point where we were wondering if they were going to win a game. Yeah. So they won nine games. Yeah. And first round of the the playoffs, and it's a yep. two seven matchup. And I, I really thought we had it. I, Conley ties it up on Friday night. We had the momentum in the last going minute, our way. and I'm thinking that is all. Like okay. I was so excited for that, and then. I'm like, we've got this. Like, we're going to come out that, hot in the that, overtime. And... That does not happen very often when you pull your goaltender and then you get the equalizer. Statistically speaking, it's, it's it doesn't happen very often. Yeah. And so we got it. And I was amazed. And I thought, this is if we could just win this yeah. one. That puts you in a really good position in those three game series. I just remember. I don't think we've, I don't, I think that was the first time this season that UNO, at least, had pulled their goaltender and. And gotten, scored. I think, I think it could be yeah. outside of, outside of maybe it's hard to remember this because it used to be that they, it nullified the penalty, but you'd pull your goalie when you had the, a delayed call right? and, and you get an extra attacker out sure. there. And we may have scored some of those because now with NCAA rules um, and NCHC rules that they, the it's, penalty it's so been, good on the board, it's but, been a while. I can't remember the last time yeah. that has happened for you. And oh, can you, in, in, in recent years, I can't. It's been a, I say that now, it probably have just, you know, happened last season. We probably so. just forgot about them. I don't know. And I'm sure that the people, I'm sure them. the people listening will, you know. They'll correct us. They'll correct us. That's they'll tweet they like at us. Do. And Jason will just be like, forget it. We just want to go hit buckets of golf balls at the driving range on Sunday. That's what we're Or maybe we'll just, maybe we'll just sit here and say, you know what? We need fan engagement. So maybe we're just acting like idiots to get you to tweet us so maybe hey you know what we, we know that they're listening that way i mean Good point in last week's episode we mistakenly thought for half the episode that denver was playing cc this week in the nchc playoffs and north dakota and western were playing and that would have worked out better for everybody involved if north dakota and western and denver and cc had played because the travel schedule was just a gigantic mess 
yeah, we wouldn't end up with uh, game two tonight on a Sunday and yeah, which, possibly game three on a Monday. Monday, yeah, that that's that's the first time that's happened but in the NCHC. The only NCHC play, if you're out there watching, is uh, or listening. Um, if you missed it on Sunday, and if Western Michigan wins, beats CC, you'll have a you'll have another game on Monday night to catch. Yes, you will. That's a that's a intriguing series. Regardless of what happens, that was the Colorado College goes in there and wins. Yeah. And... How they handled the travel, and then of yeah. course all the travel was with North Dakota getting to Denver to play DU. Right, and then and then getting swept see, out. Yeah. Which I know. I'm kind of okay with. You know, <laughs> covered. I came from there, so. So yeah, so and you know we were talking about next round to get on that a little bit. You know we we know three of the four teams in. If Carrow College manages to get away, that would be St. Cloud and Carrow College, Duluth and Denver. And that's the more exciting of the scenarios for me right now. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I would agree. I would agree. I'm, I'm assuming, are, are we doing the seating right? Because I'm going to hear about it on Tuesday. <laughs> We're doing it right, aren't we, Jason? I don't know yes. anymore. We're Saint- at this point. Cairo College would be the lowest seed in the next round. So they'll play. So they reseed then. They do reseed. Okay. So we don't know who's playing who because of that. See, that would definitely be a more intriguing slate of games for the NCHC Frozen Faceoff, in my opinion. But if Western Michigan wins two in a row to pull it off, then you've got St. Cloud versus Denver, a 1-4. Then you've got the most boring thing impossible because it's the four top teams that make it through. So you get St. Cloud and Denver, and then you get the 2-3 match of Duluth and Western. Right. I want I want a I want a surprise. If it I even if it has to be Cairo College, I want a surprise. I'd like a surprise. And I just think St. Cloud and Cairo College played a really interesting game towards the end of the That series so. up there in St. Cloud between CC and St. Cloud. I don't, yeah. I'm being nah. redundant now. That was that was a really intriguing and I'll tell you what, Colorado College very nearly came out with you know almost two wins i mean it was it was it was so cool in the third they were i think they were leading in both of those games or tied in one and leading in the saturday game and so they played really really well up there so and that's a good team that they were playing so you said it was intriguing right it was intriguing it's not interesting (laughs) no everything well everything just by default is interesting i gotta make sure that i Throw in that reference for the people playing the drinking game out there. I have no idea where we're going with this podcast. We're ten know. minutes in now. It's just like <laughs> meandering so rambling. <laughs> we were doing so well. We were on the ball. We were so ambitious with this podcast. And Jolene was like, Man, you guys are sounding like you're out of it. <laughs> it's so hard. I cannot tell you how hard. You have a college hockey team which plays a minimum of thirty six games during a season right and we only won nine of those games <laughs> <laughs> and it was but we were in a lot of them we were I mean, we only won a few but i mean they played like i said they played well i was really impressed with the competition level i think early yeah. on in the season there was a lot of feeling it out and, and finding ourselves yeah but this second half of the season getting to nchc play the games in denver we lost but man they put in such a good effort out there yeah. yeah, they were so close to getting a win here when Denver came here. Yep. And those are those are games I remember at least from this season. 
Um, I think so too. The yeah. Arizona State games. I remember getting shellacked yeah. in we get Arizona shellac State. out there, and we're feeling. I mean, we're just like we're what, kind of worried about them what, coming what the here. hell's going on. And then they come here, and we sweep those guys. And that yeah. was that was big after Thanksgiving to do that. Yeah, that was a big series. And so, yeah, they played. I thought they played well in Duluth this weekend. If, yeah. they, if they could have gotten that overtime win on Friday, oh. That would have completely changed the... Who knows what that would have done. Yeah. I mean, at Saturday that point night. in time, Duluth has to modify their... Yep. Their, you know, they have to play a little tighter, and you never know when the, the bounces go your way or something. But, you know, and UNO got And UNO got the first goal on Saturday. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, if, if, that, if that had been a situation where UNO had won on Friday and they get the first goal on Saturday, you know... So the what do you, did we get? I thought we got the. I don't know. Oh, here we go again. All right, we're gonna look that one we up. We just need a break, people. <laughs> just <laughs> we did Ward from Morellian Oath. The yes. low line, of course. Why not? Yeah, it was. It was arguably, and well, I don't. I don't even think I'd say arguably. Our best freshman this season has been Taylor Ward, and he got that first goal. So that was the thing. If 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 the, if we'd had that circumstance where we went on Friday. We get the first goal on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Who knows what happens at that point? Yeah, but, but unfortunately, it, we didn't get that. No, so. I, we did not get that. So, so here we sit. <laughs> so here we sit. Out of the tournament, season's over. No, no chance at at a Frozen Four bid. No. So the, it was a tough. This this just the the season was a tough one. It was. I, I would imagine it was tough on the players. Tough on the coaches. It'll be interesting to see what happens next season. I hope, I hope that things go better for him next season. Because here's the thing: I may not know everything about the inner workings of the team, but I do know that this, this fan base, and I can tell you that if we have another season like this, with this, the fan base will just implode. It'll be brutal on social media, on the internet, everything else next year. If if it goes like this next year, I'm hopeful it won't. You're hopeful it won't. But we'll have to see. We'll see. A lot of that's going to depend on some of the the future bowls we've talked about. Some of these recruits coming in, how how they perform and and how well they can adapt and take that step to that next level. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the leadership is is an interesting thing to kind of keep an eye out for. I know, yeah. you know, I know people have talked about like, um, well, uh, Leahy had said, and, uh, I don't remember who's he do the Maverick mailbox with, uh, Dave Allers. Allers. Yeah. So they had mentioned in one of their segments about like Jones and, you know, he'd be one to kind of look to, uh, you know, we hear at least that Claire's coming back. Yeah, uh, getting a med shirt this year, so you know he'll be expectation he'll be back. So does he take a leadership role? Um, I was really impressed this year with Conley, and I I know that he was high on the list of potential captains for DU. So I wonder if maybe he you know, could maybe end up being be a, a good captain fit next for year. Captain for uh, Omaha here. Yeah. So. So we'll see where that comes from. The leadership, yep. I think, will really matter next year with a lot Taylor, of Taylor Ward might be a candidate for. Yeah, I know he's. I know he's young, but he, well, he potentially, you know. I mean, the question's always going to be, you know, what is he in the locker room? Like, is he the guy that that the other guys kind right. of look towards? Or sometimes goal scorers, you don't 
you see, need to let them focus on on their skill set and their talents and not on you know everything that it takes and, to be and that the was captain. the thing you know scott parse when he came back for his senior year was captain of the team and he was kind of a seemed like kind of a quiet guy he was the guy who you know got your goals and put up assists and, right. and did all that and so it was kind of an odd choice because he didn't seem like one of those vocal kind of leadership guys kind of like mason morelli is so that would be interesting to see with taylor ward i don't know what kind of guy he is in the locker room what kind of presence so he could be right on conley it could be somebody else that we're not even thinking could of be, right now yeah. yeah i think uh that'll be a something the coaches have to figure it out yeah over summer workouts and you know the first few practices in the mm-hmm. fall and stuff they'll they'll get an idea i mean they probably already have an idea of you know who at practice you know leads by example who puts in the work who yeah exemplifies who's what been we're focused to get out of our who's players. been focused on the process who's been you know right. brought in all season long so that yeah it could be somebody that we're not even thinking about but yeah you I, really need someone who models what you're looking for yeah so. exactly Exactly. So, anything you want to say about the end of this, uh, this, the season or the the NCHC tournament that's coming up? Um, do you want to take a pick? Now that we, I guess we don't know the four teams that are in there, but we know, yeah, I know three fourths of them. <laughs> Who do I think will win it? Do you want to pick Colorado College just off the bat and see if you, you want can me to be get bold the and first pick, round? pick the series that's only one game done? Yeah. Um, no, I'll pick St. Cloud to win the. And CHC Frozen Face-Off. Okay. I mean, we know they're going to be in the tournament anyway, but they'll, they'll get the auto bid to the tournament too. So it'll be interesting to see if if I'm wrong and if Duluth gets it done or Denver. Denver winning it would be kind of a surprise. I'm taking Denver. Well, of course you're taking Denver. <laughs> <laughs> what? You're not surprised? <laughs> No, I after a se- you know twenty two episodes of throwing in Denver anecdotes, I'm not surprised at all. That's the most hockey I've watched. <laughs> John lived quit, in a bubble, John, and the John, bubble included Denver. John quit dissing my old team. <laughs> yes, I've gone out of my bubble, and now I'm here. I'm only teasing, but yeah, I'll go with I'll stick with Saint Cloud. Although before the season started, I did pick, I did pick St. Cloud to win the NCHC regular season, and then I picked Duluth to win the NCAA tournament. Okay. Now you picked. That's Boston. right, because you picked the repeat. I picked Boston College. <laughs> yeah. So let's. So just... wait, how are are they? How are they doing in the hockey East tournament? Are they? You never know if they get an auto bid and get in there. They, I know. They still, they're really anything people. could no, happen. Not going to. Um, yeah, I was on the I was on that bandwagon thinking I, everything I looked at. I thought, man, BC is going to be good. That was as the, much as I hate. I'm more of a Boston fan than a Boston College fan, but I just really thought they're going to be good. And both of those teams are just yeah, they they've been really disappointing. And and who knew UMass Amherst or. UMass or whatever the hell they want to be called now. UMass Amherst, which is what I've called them, because that's what we called them back when this hockey program started. So UMass Amherst has really done well yeah, in hockey the East this year. Done pretty good. Yep, absolutely. So, but that was the thing before that first podcast. You had every Division One hockey team ranked. Yes, I did. That was awesome. <laughs> I know. I'm nuts. Yeah. <laughs> so why are we not doing an episode talking about the NCAA tournament? 
I don't know. I don't we know. We might have to well, just to we'll break s- it out and see how close we'll I get. We'll see. But, but hey, unless you hear unless you hear otherwise, this is the <laughs> season finale <laughs> of the map. I don't know. This was I just think this was a this was a hard season, and like I said before, yeah. we cannot have another season that gets off to. I mean, I'm not expecting perfection, but we can't have another season that gets off to a rough start like this one did. No, we next season I think goals for the program at least i would say you really want to take strides i think i've said this before in a podcast or something like uh it's almost worse for us long term if we make some kind of crazy jump and end up winning like 24 25 games or something like that next season i'd prefer to be somewhere i'd like to see us somewhere around 500 next season that shows progression in the program and so then you've got some good recruits coming in in the 2020s. See, and then, you're right. You know, hopefully that's kind of the steps that you make that you're, uh, you know, an NC, NCAA contender in the 2021 season. Right. That they that they show, like, significant improvement right. over this year, but you're not. Because you, you could see one of those situations where it's like one of those fluky boom. We win 22 games out of nowhere and then, right. you know. It's. It's overperforming. When you see a team make a jump from Lars where you know you get a single-digit win season to a 20-win season, it's not the system. It's not anything sustainable. It's it's players that are overperforming. Right. And what you end up risking is those players that are overperforming leaving early, and then your system's in a worse shape than it was before. Especially if it's, you know, if you've got a guy in net like Isaiah Seville who's coming in as a freshman next year, he... He's out of this world. He's a complete brick wall all season. And he's the reason, you know, or a big part of the reason that UNO does well. Then it's like, does, you know, an NHL club decide to, you know, have him come in early? Well, yeah, because everything I've seen expects him to get drafted probably third round. So if he does come in and have that, you know, have a crazy good season, um, first year out of the, out of the block, they're going to, they're not going to leave him here. If he no. has a good season here, they're so, gonna, they're whoever they are, they're yeah. going to put him in their st- in their system as soon as possible. Exactly. So Jason and I, we we want them to do well. We don't want them to do too well. <laughs> we have no idea. We, we there's I no can't pleasing. I'm us for a 500 season. I don't know. You know what? Let's. I'll just. I'll just. Let's, I'll take a. I'll take a 24 win season next year, even if you know half the team wins. You know, leaves the year after because it'll it'll be fun to talk about it on this podcast. So. Last podcast of the season, last of the new series, the Old Bowl, Future Bowl. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Bridge. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't roll off my tongue nearly. Yeah. Long. See, Old Bowl, New Bowl has a rank, but Bridget said they're not. That's not her the official hack to hashtag she uses. So it's Future Bowl. But I still don't. It doesn't roll. Okay, we're gonna. We'll just we'll something. call it Old Bowl, New Bowl. Or I keep calling them Cavs because. That seems to piss some people off, <laughs> and I well, like I don't know. I think, mad. I think Kevin Newbauer has completely embraced it because he keeps you know putting hashtag calf in honor of you. I know he's just doing that for you now. I appreciate that. At least I got one guy on my side. <laughs> so who are we talking about today? Well, our... I'll start. Okay, because I'll start with the old bull. I I think okay. at least from some of the people that I've talked to there. They were kind of surprised that we didn't start with this. And I would say that I didn't start with it because it was the low-hanging fruit. It seemed like the easy person to talk to about. And I kind of want to talk about some of the guys that maybe everyone didn't know about. But 
being the end of the season, I'm going to wrap up with the guy that everyone's thinking we should talk about in Jake Gensel. Yeah, and we're talking about him now, and I'm sure we'll be talking about him again because we could probably talk about him from here oh until my gosh, it seems like mid June. It seems like on the Map Puck Facebook group, it's like you know every couple of days people are posting you know stories or highlight clips of his exploits in the NHL. Yeah, he's been fantastic. And he's done well, I will say. Unfiltered Jason here. He's an average, I'd say slightly above average regular season player who just has a knack for turning it on in the playoffs. Uh, his performance last year in the playoffs was yeah, really good. Yep. Um, the year before that was miles better. So I I expect that here in the next few weeks is, is well, I think they've got 10 games. If I remember right, Pengs have 10 games left in their regular season. Um and then playoff start, and that's when I'm really excited to see what Gensel can do. I'm not a Pittsburgh Penguins fan, so uh, it's hard. I, I, know I typically root for him to get a hat trick and for them to lose like 10 to 3 or something. I know, and I know you're, you're a big NHL guy. You're a big Avalanche fan. And uh, we were actually talking about this because I, really I don't really have a horse in the NHL race. We were talking about this when we were watching the game here at Jason's house on friday and um oh, we were watching the same path what what were we we were watching the same path uh, oh yeah yeah Toronto we were yeah 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 and, yeah. Their, and they were wearing those special, special jerseys yeah. yeah their special march jerseys uh-huh and um uh kevin shreves a mutual friend was over and he asked mm-hmm. me he's like john who's your nhl team and i'm like do i have an nhl team i really don't i will tell you speaking of the avalanche though back in the day cox cable when they had um well, back in back when there was NHL on ESPN, mm-hmm. and then I think we had Fox Sports. Was it Fox Sports Rocky Mountain? We might have had here. Yeah, in there Omaha? was an FSRN. I believe that I believe it was Fox Sports Rocky Mountain. We had the Avalanche were on all the time. Right. It was kind of like uh, in the NFL, watching the Kansas City Chiefs and the Minnesota Vikings around here. That those are the you know AFC and NFC teams you get in pro football. We had the Avalanche on all the time, so I actually enjoyed watching them, and I followed them quite a bit back when they won the Stanley Cup with Chris Drury and it was Joe Sackick and yep. those guys, right? Yeah, yeah. we uh, had fun. Yeah, Richard Bork I, his cup. Yeah, yeah. Ray Bork was uh, the old man was on that team, so yeah, that was I remember that was a lot of fun. So that was that was probably the closest I came to kind of having a team because I'm a big, as you know, I'm a big Denver Broncos fan in the NFL. So. Yeah. So I was almost with your team, but in in intervening years, I've... Well, and what really killed that, for people that weren't around, I guess, is uh, Fox Sports Rocky Mountain decided at one point that they would rather broadcast the Colorado Rockies regular season baseball game instead of a Colorado Avalanche playoff game because they were happening at the same time. And people went in uproar, and Stan Kroenke, uh, who owned the Avalanche, uh, was really really upset about that and so okay. he basically just took his ball and went home and said well i'm going to just start my own media i'm going to buy a media company basically uh and that created altitude sports okay so that became altitude so so yeah and i think we switched from fox sports rocky mountain to i, I think it was was it fox sports midwest that we have see yeah, i don't know so i don't, I don't happened, have cable the market anymore here lost it because yeah and then cox and and that wouldn't carry uh altitude sports so you really couldn't watch 
uh, Colorado Avalanche games out here yeah. at all. And obviously, we were still blacked out on the NHL package, which always pissed me off when and we then moved out here. ESPN gave up their uh, NHL coverage, and so then it turned to... Um, the old verses. Remember the verses? Yeah, I remember verses. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Which you, before that was like the outdoor sports. Yeah, or it was something. the outdoor like, sports channel or whatever. Yeah, I think we and, called it the obscure sports. And channel. I never yeah. had that extra whatever the package was. So that's yeah, that's just when the, I like, that's when I kind of lost expensive. Tiers, that's when I kind of yeah. lost track of the NHL. But I do believe I have a, a Colorado Avalanche like sweatshirt in mm-hmm. storage somewhere and that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. So see, I was almost with your team. But then they, you know, coverage disappeared, and so then I you just can come kinda, back. I mean, I we've got Weiss. I don't know. They're I don't know. They're not as good as they were back when <laughs> back <laughs> when I was following them. They won the Stanley Cup. See, I got see. That's what I I've said this to people. I've joked before. I've said, you know, if UNO would just win a national championship, I would go away. So, <laughs> <laughs> so UNO should have ample motivation to win a national championship in the future. But anyway, we were talking about Jake Ginsel here, and we got you know. On, the avalanche that's right i think it's just you know people should watch him you know and if they get a chance to you know head up a sports bar you know now you got nbc sports he's fun he's a great uh, nbc that picks up games and stuff so um there's plenty of chances and and pittsburgh's a pittsburgh's a team that there's a lot of following and stuff on so yeah there'll be one that should be readily available for you as a fan to go watch jake's Jake's family is terrific his dad mike ginsel i know some of you are familiar with because he was a an early omaha lancers head coach and he was an assistant here you know he was a finalist for the uno head coaching job in 1996 Mm -hmm. when they were hiring a new head coach and then he was a finalist Again in two thousand nine, and wasn't he? He was coaching here when Gensel was born, because yep. Gensel was born in Omaha. Yep. So. Yeah, he was. He was uh, the he Lancers, Lancers head coach, coach. then. Yeah, yeah. and so uh, he's a great guy. Uh, Bridget and I have gotten the chance to uh, interview with or interview. I wish we'd have the chance to interview Mike Gensel. He can call in anytime. He could. Yeah, we'd I'll love to figure have him. out the whole like call into the podcast thing. Oh, for that, okay. For sure. So if you're listening, Mike Gensel, I know you follow us on Twitter. Consider calling into the show because we'll 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 do a we'll do a little technology upgrade here. But yeah, he is he is the nicest person. I remember when UNO was in the uh, West or Midwest Regional in 2015. He and uh, his wife and I believe one of Jake's brothers was there, and they're a great family. Absolutely. So yeah, he's just he's a tremendous guy. And I there's part of me that I wished that at some point along the way he had become UNO's head coach because I I. I like that history. I liked him. I just thought he was a great hockey mind. Yeah. And uh, who knows? Maybe someday. Yeah, maybe, maybe someday. And I, I do have kind of, I, I, it is kind of, it's hard for me because I wish that Jake had been here. I mean, I understand going pro, but man, if he'd been here for his senior season, who knows where we, I mean, Dean Blaze might still be our head coach. I mean, who knows? <laughs> who knows what would be going on right now? At some point, we'll visit that alternate universe and see what happens, right? Yeah, exactly. So who do you have for a future bowl? I don't know. Who do we have for the future bowl? Is it the one we were talking about earlier? Mm-hmm. Matt Miller mm-hmm. of Sioux City. We are not quite sure if he's coming in in 2019. We think that he is. Yeah, I guess it depends on the source. But yeah. my expectation would be that he's at 19. Yeah. Could be wrong, but we'll see. He's playing for Sioux City right now. He was originally a Michigan State commit and then they had a coaching change and i think that that changed that up 
Yeah, that kind of altered his opinion. But the reason we bring it up is because Sioux City's coming to Omaha on Friday, the 22nd, I think okay. is what Friday is, uh, to play the Lancers. So if you would like to get out and see Matt Miller play, uh, he will be here. And you'll actually have a few future bowls on the ice at the same time. Yes. Nolan, Nolan Crenzen. So, yeah, Nolan Crenzen's the other kid that's on the Sioux City with him. Yeah, and I don't think he's not coming. So you'll have a, a chance to watch him this season and next season. I don't think he's coming until 20... I think Elite has him on 2021. Oh, yeah. so they've got him a couple years out. Okay. Yeah, Elite has him as a 2020-2021 recruit. So. Yeah, that's. it's just always hard to know when guys... Are, right now, we're kind of getting into that thing where we're getting a bunch of... 16-year-olds, and they look, I mean, they just turned 16. We're getting yeah. a number of commits, and you and I are always a little bit hesitant on those guys because we don't know if they're going to end up coming here yeah. or if, you know. I mean, the, a lot can change in a few years, and and the other thing is, is you, you expect him to be a, a 2021 or something like that, right. but, you know, they have a good year in juniors or something, and the coaching sure. staff may decide, hey, we we'd rather have you here now, and... Right. You know, they end up being a nineteen twenty recruit or something. Well, exactly. So. Like we mentioned, Matt Miller was originally committed to Michigan, Michigan State. State right. Now he's coming here. Um, Nolan Krenzen was originally committed to Clarkson University, mm -hmm. and he's coming here now. And I, if I recall correctly, I think uh, I could be wrong on this, but I think Joey Abate was originally committed to. Um, it was either him or one of the other recruits was originally committed to Providence back in twenty fifteen, and now. They're coming here. That yeah. might have been that might have been Ryan Brochette, actually. Can't so remember, it. I mean, the point is, is that when we get far out there, just you know, yeah, don't so, get too, don't get your hopes up too much that they're actually the ones that come here. But you know, that certainly the night at our point in time, the nineteen twenties, twenty twenty ones are are pretty yeah. good bets that you'll see them here. And we look at those guys like Matt Miller, Nolan Sullivan, mm -hmm. Joey Abate, Ryan Brochette. Um. There's another Brandon Scamlin. Brandon Damn. Scamlin, yeah. yeah. Alexander Roy. Those are the those are kind of the big guys coming in next year, and those are the guys that we hope will make a difference on the roster next season. Yeah. And we just don't know. But Matt Miller's a fun one to watch. And there's a there's I did a blog post on him, so you can find that in the news section on the Matpuck website. And he just seems like he's gonna be a, we we talk about leadership. He seems like a guy who can be a good leader uh into the future. He's had a lot of playing experience, a lot of playing time. And uh, my understanding from Tim Wagner, a guy who listens to the podcast and follows us on Twitter and Facebook, that uh, they were using him quite a bit on special teams. So the last time, or the time he that would help was watching us. was Sioux City. So yeah. So for fans out there that are looking for some hockey to watch or something, get out uh, to the Lancers, go down to yeah. Arena on Friday. Yep. And check out Sioux City in Omaha. Yeah. And watch for watch for Miller's name out there. See. Yeah. So he does. Watch Matt Miller. Yeah. We might have to, well, you might have to make a trip out. Wait, is it this Friday? This Friday. Well, I'm not going to be in town this Friday. Oh, well, then neither of us are going to be there. All right. Someone <laughs> needs to, like, tweet us updates because I've got a game. And Where are we going? Time. Are we like, oh, you've got a, oh, you got a game. Okay. I've got a game, you yeah. know. We're playing in a tournament this weekend, so. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be up in the frozen face-off. You're going up to Minnesota. Oh, that's right, because you won the tickets. We won tickets. Fun. Yeah. So you have to tweet me updates on that so I can follow that. And someone else is going to have to tweet me updates on 
I wear my watch while I play, so I want to be able to read these things every time I go to the bench. I'm if one of our up. guys does something good, I usually quote tweet it and I'll say, you know, future bowl. Not new bowl, but future bowl. Yeah. Whatever their name is. So, yes, you Captain can't use good. <laughs> so, yeah, our player segment was... <laughs> I don't. I don't know what we uh, what we accomplished there with our you know old bull, new slash future bull segment there. We it's uh, called color commentary. Yeah, we we hashed out uh, the <laughs> Colorado Avalanche or yeah game broadcasts here in uh, Omaha and uh, history of random NHL, <laughs> random NHL, right. and the fact that neither of us remembered who the other Sioux City guy was, but. But yeah, we're doing we're doing great. <laughs> doing a bang up job this week. All this right. Is, okay. <laughs> So, <laughs> since we're so good at planning things out, yeah, we're gonna. <laughs> and the since the the skate with the Mavs event didn't happen this year, uh, they they finally got their act together and scheduled it, and then our lovely weather decided to have a different idea on what would yeah. be fun. Uh, we didn't have that that event that I know a lot of. Uh, a lot of fans kind of look forward to every year. I know a lot of the young fans and stuff look forward sure. to it because they get a chance to kind of skate with the guys. So it's a, it's amazing to think there were there were seasons in the past where they would do like two skate with the Mavs during the right. season, and one was just the skate with the Mavs, and then there were a couple seasons when they did skate with the Mavs, a, a joint event with the Omaha Lancers organization. So hmm. that was kind of a neat deal because you got to you got to go the the kids and fans got to go hang out with both. Events like that are usually really good for recruiting. But yeah. that's probably why they have problems with it in this. How do you set it up so that you don't break some NCAA or, you know, violation about yeah campus visit or something like or that? Something like that. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. I think they had it like at a new, they had it like at neutral site type of thing. Well, they had to. I think they had it at tran- Tranquility yeah. or something like that. Or, uh, so our idea was to do a Mav Puck skate. Right? Yeah, we wanted to do a Mav Puck skate. But I mean, we're not sure people want to do this. So you're going to toss up. This podcast is coming out Monday morning. Yeah. You're going to toss up a, a poll on Twitter, right? Right. And fans can go to the Twitter page. Uh, they yep. can go to Mav Puck on Twitter. Yep. And they can vote on whether or not we should do a Mav Puck skate. Mav right? Puck skate. Like when there's an open skate going on. At Baxter At Arena. Baxter. Yeah, we'll just yeah. take one of the open skate times at Baxter yeah. and say this is the one we're going to go to. And Don and I will both be there. Are you going to put skates right. on? No. Just put skates on. <laughs> Come on. Maybe we'll have a poll about that, too. Maybe we'll have a poll. If the people want to have this, you know, Mav Puck skate, maybe we'll do that. <laughs> you know, in the past, and that's kind of the, just to kind of add to this, in the past we had a Mav Puck game. So we had a, an annual Mav Puck hockey game. We're like kind of new fans pe- versus fans. That could get dangerous. It was fans versus fans. It, we kind of geared it towards, it was kind of geared towards people who were sort of new to hockey and had never really played hockey to give kind of some new fans kind of a chance to do that. So it'd be a mixture of like the kind of rec hockey guys that you guys play with yeah. along with some younger fans and some kind of, you know, novice hockey players. So we had the annual Mav Puck hmm. hockey game. And then we had the Krutov made the trophy for it, which was the Mav Puck Cup. Which was actually like a, a cup, like a a guy's cup, and so, yeah. I don't know. We're just you both. 
Both of, for the people listening, both of us were just distracted because I think like one of your daughters, like, I think like, one of the kids, came and outside. looked in the basement window to see. What doing so they're spying on us but yeah Dang so it. anyway we had and the trophy was an athletic cup anyway back on that and so we did that we had a mav putt golf outing for a couple years you should do a mav putt golf outing. Well, yeah, if we, you're, if you, you should do a mav putt golf thank, outing. thanks thank, thank you for <laughs> <laughs> i'll, I'll come and play well i know you'll come and play you're the golfer you know about this i'll play in the hockey game too if Somebody else like organizes. Too good or something. I don't know. <laughs> no, you'd be fine. I'm not a beginner to hockey, that's for sure. You'd be fine. You know, your your daughter, at least, you know, your daughter Lexi could play in it, so. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, her and I have gone out. They used to have a father-daughter, parent-daughter skate thing and stuff okay. on Fridays. That was always fun. Yeah, casual thing like that. But, yes, we'll we'll try to do a Mav Puck skate for the fans. If you guys are interested, if people aren't interested, then... You know, we'll 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 heed the will of the people, but I'm hoping you'll be interested. So, so if you're interested in coming out to an open skate and yeah. meeting some of the other Mav Puck fans and and, and you yeah. and Omaha fans and sure, Nam fans and what yeah. else have we been called this season? Omaha, UNO, you know, Nebraska, Lincoln. Omaha. <laughs> we're called Lincoln at one point. We were. That was pretty fun. <laughs> uh, so yeah, if you're a fan of those, uh, yeah, go to Twitter. We'll have Tell a poll in the and morning. We'll yeah, start setting it up. Exactly. So, any, <laughs> any final parting shots to the, the season? To the season? <laughs> yeah. Thank God, it's over. I'm just telling you, it's you guys have no idea how hard it was for us to come up with stuff <laughs> to talk about on a week by week basis. Because after a while, you know, when a team's struggling, it's like. You know, you want to be positive. Yeah. How many times can you say we need to play better? The guys need to buy in. Yeah. Mm. Or, you know, it's just that, you know, we're, we're fans. I think. Yeah. People may forget that, you know, we, when the team loses two in a row and gets, you know, onslaught and and we're just, we're down too. So. Yeah, it does. Seasons like this are. We don't like to see the team lose and, and. We like to see wins, and we like to see good play. And oh, absolutely! We really root for the kids, you know. Seasons every like week. this are really hard, and I just I remember the season when they won eight games, and the reason that I remember it was because, you know, fans were down; they were kind of at each other's throats. It was just a hard, hard time, and you you hope that things improve next year. Please, God, let things <laughs> improve next season. But you just never know what will happen, and that's that's the thing about sports. You know, the narrative you want is rarely the narrative you get so yeah. it's that unpredictability that makes them intriguing and and uh regardless we hope you enjoyed this podcast and we'll be back next season oh yeah we'll be back because we're diehard fans hopefully all of you we are stick with it and, and realize that you know down years happen and you know there's there's a better there's better games on the horizon that's right that. we've got a lot of good Fresh faces who I know are eager to prove themselves here next season, so that'll be exciting. Um, we'll hopefully get better. We'll we'll enjoy having a break this off season, definitely. <laughs> and then I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna wonder I'm gonna wonder for months. I'm gonna be like, guys, Jason gonna he's like gonna be I don't know if I want to do this thing again next year or not because I don't want it to snow every single Sunday from October through March. So it's beautiful today, but yeah. Yeah, we're finally getting good weather because it's the last episode. <laughs> exactly. The the skies have opened. The sun has shined down. 
It's the, you know, season finale of the Mad Podcast. But we may have some prizes or some prizes. We're not having, there's no prizes for anything. There's any no of you. prizes. We fund this thing. No, exactly. No we fund this ourselves. <laughs> you know, maybe if we have a Patreon someday or something like that, maybe, maybe there'll be some prizes, but not at the moment. But be sure to follow us on Mad Puck on Twitter, Mad Puck on Facebook, and sign up for an account on mapbook.com i've been trying to get people to do that it's a slow process but it's step by step it's working and uh listen to the back episodes you can relive the season by listening to the back episodes of the podcast it'll be kind of fun someday like three years from now going back and listening to that it'll be like huh i wonder what we thought then and we'll actually be able to know what we thought that's cool when the wound heals up yeah not so sure i can afford the uh psychologist that i would need to relive. i know i think jason and i are just like on fumes right now so we're just like it's just like just get this season over with please but yes so so follow on facebook twitter check out the website, All those things, yep. on the website we'll have updates maybe some just, surprises who yeah. knows what jason and i might well, decide to do in june or july and if we decide that you know if, we, if the fans decide they want to do it and we're going to do this uh mav puck skate thing then yeah uh you know they're going to want to be connected they're going to want they to be will. following and stuff so they get the get updates the on when that happens and what the details are we'll all yeah. come through that so. yeah absolutely and who knows who knows? You never know. We may come back for some surprise thing this summer because we missed doing this or something. It's possible. <laughs> you can't imagine that right possible. now, can you? <laughs> Any, anything, it's a little difficult. Any, anything is possible. You and O might get to the Frozen Four next year. We might do a podcast this summer. Which of those do you think is more likely Ooh. to happen? <laughs> Vegas betting odds on both? <laughs> yes, over. Yes, we can bring back the over-under segment that we did like, for an episode. Yeah. Mm. But I think there's a definite chance there may be some surprises this summer, so be sure to follow along. And, and we love the positive feedback that we got from folks this year. And I would say until next season, go Mavs. Go Mavs. Go Mavs.